0: Well, you can either stay standing or have a seat. It's all up to you. I'm going to share uh, some words with you, and then we're going to continue in worship as you uh, see the worship team is remaining on stage. Tonight is going to be a little bit different, so welcome to Refuge Bible Fellowship. Uh, We are not going through Ezra chapter 5 this evening. It's been announced. You've been, uh, we send you, if you don't get the, uh, by the way, the, um, the emails, the e-bulletins on Wednesdays, um, then let us know. That way we can at least inform you of what's happening at Refuge and you can kind of, um, you know, get an idea of what's coming up. Um, You know, this evening uh, was definitely announced. It was something that we've been looking forward to for some time. In fact, we discussed it in last year's calendar meeting for this year. And I was really looking forward to it because it's a time uh, midweek, to where we normally set it aside for a study through the Word of God. We're going through the book of Ezra on Wednesdays. And yet we're going to take a break from that and just spend time in just worshiping God in song and music is what we're doing. So tonight we're here to express our adoration, our praise, and gratitude to God in song and music with an understanding of who God is because we've studied His Word In fact, on Sunday mornings, we've gone through the whole New Testament, short one book. And we are currently in the Gospel of Luke on Sunday mornings. Once we finish the Gospel of Luke, we will have gone through the entire New Testament as a church on Sunday mornings. Not only that, but we've gone through a good portion of the Old Testament on Wednesday nights. Not only that, but we have men's and women's Bible studies And both groups have gone through many books of the Old Testament. So you can say in reference to, we've gone through much of the Old Testament as well. And so we know that God's word is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path, according to Psalm 119, 105. God's word, as we know, gives us wisdom to live each day with understanding and clarity as it says in James 1.5, if we lack wisdom to ask him without doubting and he'll give to us without reproach and he'll give us whatever it is that we need. We know, and I refer to it often, 2 Peter 1.3, that his divine power has granted to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us to his own glory and excellence. And We know that God's word became flesh and dwelt among us. And we, you and I, brothers and sisters, will see him just as others saw him. And we will see him in his glory as of the only son from the father, full of grace and truth. According to John 1.14, we know these things to be true. We've gone through the word. We've studied God's word. We know that hearing God's word gives us faith according to Romans 10:17 because we know that God is faithful and he cannot deny himself according to 2 Timothy chapter 2 verse 13. Therefore, as we've gathered here this evening, knowing all of these things, as we consider God's word and consider who God is, really at this point our hearts should be full of adoration. Our hearts should be full of praise and gratitude, that desire to sing God's praises and worship him. I know there are times when we finish a song to where we're just contemplating who God is. We're meditating on just his character and, and how good he is. But I tell you what, this evening, and I hope that this spreads even into our time of Preparing for the word on Sunday mornings and Wednesday evenings. That we're responsive as well. That we express our adoration of him. Our praise. We worship him. You see these songs serve as a medium by which we can ascribe to God the glory due his name. We anticipate coming and participating in in an event that, that brings him a blessing. A, we worship Him. We're well. It's the fruit of our lips. Matthew twelve thirty four says that out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. Now we just sung three songs. Good God, good and gracious King, and Your name. What I want to do is take a moment and, and point towards those songs and give you some scripture to back that up because everything that we sing, everything that we, that we give to worship here at Refuge, all has to be sound doctrine. It has to be biblically based. And these three songs, man, they were just full of praise and honor and glory to the Lord. Good God is a song that celebrates God's goodness and faithfulness. The lyrics remind us of the many ways God has blessed us, especially considering the fact that we do not deserve to be blessed. We deserve eternal condemnation, and yet He has blessed us. First and foremost, with salvation, and secondly, with His presence. This spirit, promising promising to us, that we will be in His presence in His glory for all eternity. In Psalm 100, verse five, it says, "For the Lord is good; His steadfast love endures forever, and His faithfulness to all generations." And James one seventeen reminds us that every good gift and every perfect gift is from above coming down from the father of lights with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. The second song that we sung is Good and Gracious King. This is a song that focuses on God's goodness and greatness. The lyrics describe God as a powerful king who reigns with justice and mercy. Our God who is sovereign and righteous. Psalm 47, verses 7 and 8 says, For God is the king of all the earth. Sing praises with a psalm. God reigns over the nations. God sits on his holy throne. Isaiah 33:22 says, The Lord is our judge. The Lord is our lawgiver. The Lord our king. He will save us. Save us. He has indeed. The third song is a song that exalts the name of Jesus. Your name. And the lyrics as we sung them describe the many attributes of Jesus, including his power, his love, and his mercy. Philippians 2, 9 through 11 says, Therefore God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God the Father. In Colossians 1:16 says by him all things were created in heaven and on earth visible and invisible whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities all things were created through him and for him Therefore because God is good because God is faithful because he is great because he is sovereign righteous holy mighty merciful and he is gracious We exalt his name. We sing his praises with hearts that are full of adoration, praise, and gratitude unto the God whom we serve and in whom we have come to know salvation. Do you know salvation? Is this our response, church? Is that what we're gathered to do? We're here to bless him, to sing his praises. Amen. So I want to just set the next song up. The next uh, set of songs begins with, I run to you. Let me just explain just briefly this song. This song, you see, expresses a deep desire for God's presence and a gratitude for the salvation known in Jesus Christ, our Lord, alone. In Acts 4.12, it says, And there is salvation in no one else, for there is no other name under heaven given among men, by which we must be saved. In this song, we say that we lift our eyes to God, pray for his mercy, as we know that we are transformed by his power. Psalm 25, 4 and 5 says, Make me to know your ways, O Lord, teach me your paths. Lead me in your truth and teach me, for you are the God of my salvation. For you I wait all the day long. When we wait upon the Lord, it means that we hope in him because we trust in him, because we know that he is faithful and he is true. May you long for God's presence as you know his salvation, as you know God's word and know an intimate relationship with him. And then, and then, let us sing with love. In a heart that is full of adoration toward him. Father, we just ask that you would receive this praise and this worship. Lord, that it would be a a sweet-smelling aroma in your presence. Lord, this is our sacrifice. Lord, this is the fruit of our lips that we are singing to you. For out of the abundance of the heart, Lord, we are singing unto you these praises. May you be blessed. And Lord, may we join the host of heaven... That is around the throne right now, saying, "Holy, holy, holy, is the Lord God Almighty. Who was and is and is to come. Lord, you are truly wonderful, mighty and you are good. We thank you, Lord, and we pray these things in Jesus name. Amen. In always, He is just and He is righteous. You know, in Isaiah chapter 6, verses 8 and 9, we, uh, I would always hope, as I've read through this numerous times through this passage of Scripture, I am always encouraged as I am reminded of Isaiah's response to the Lord. And I think about the various people who we see throughout Scripture who exemplify this type of a response. In fact, I was... Um, Talking uh, to Modesto with Modesto earlier, and I was telling him how it is that a brother and sister in Christ, how encouraging they are. Jim and, June and Jim Hesterly, they, um, in fact, uh, June, <laughs> let me talk about her real quick. She, um, she was speaking uh, at a church, Holland Davis in Calvary Chapel, San Clemente. And it was during um, some part of the message that, um, that she went down. Um, she they lost her respiration. She was no longer breathing. Um, in fact, they checked her, her pulse, and she had no pulse. So she had, she had died at that point. Well, Holland began to pray over her, and when the paramedics were arriving, they came, they saw that she had no pulse, and she was not breathing, yet he continued to pray. She revived, and she came, she came back. And <clears throat> they, um, they f- figured out medically that she needed a pacemaker, And so she has a pacemaker. As we spent time with Jim and June on Saturday, um, both of them, they continue to serve the Lord. And for her, she's, her attitude is, what's going to stop me? The only thing that would stop me is death itself. My inability to, to serve the Lord outside of that how in the world am I going to play it safe and just relax and not serve the God who saved me? Jim, as he's led his his bride through the years, they've moved numerous times. And the reason why they've moved is because the ministry that he was given is a pouring to the church. And he also doesn't look back He doesn't look at his his present condition and stop serving the Lord. He serves him in whatever state he's in, knowing that he is content in the Lord. You could say that they expressed the same thing that Isaiah expressed to the Lord as he was looking for someone to send out. Because in Isaiah chapter 6, verses 8 and 9, it says, And I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send and who will go for us? Then I said, this is Isaiah's response, here I am, send me. And then the Lord spoke to him exactly what he needed to do. You see, we need to ask ourselves if we are willing to follow the Lord wherever he may lead us, even if it means leaving our comfort zone and perhaps especially if it means leaving our comfort zone. Are you willing to allow God to transform you from the inside out by his spirit and according to his word? Psalm 27, 14 says, wait for the Lord, be strong and let your heart take courage. Wait for the Lord. You see, we are tempted to hold on to our ways and actually resist God's transformational work. But we are encouraged by what the Apostle Paul wrote to the Romans wrote in Romans, to the Romans, to the Gentiles, those believers who had come to know salvation in Jesus Christ. In Romans 12, 2, he said, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. May you be willing to grow in your relationship with Jesus and deepen that relationship with him, that you, may be strengthened by his word and by his spirit to deny yourself, pick up your cross, and follow him all the days of your life. Philippians chapter 3, verses 13 and 14 says, Brothers, I do not consider that I have made it my own, but one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead, I press on toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. We need to be willing to leave our comfort zone, be willing to submit to God's transformational work by the power of his spirit, according to his word. We should desire to know a, a deeper and more intimate relationship with Jesus Christ that you may be willing to follow wherever God may lead you, trusting in his mercy and wisdom and love, knowing that he will lead you well. Think about those things as we go into the next few songs and worship the Lord. Father, we thank you, Lord, for your transformational, sanctifying work that is accomplished by your spirit and the power, Lord, that is brought forth by that wonderful work of your word. I ask, Lord, that again, you would minister to us this evening, that you would pour your spirit out upon us. And, Lord, we would be mindful of your presence, and we would be mindful of your glory. The one to whom we belong, we cry out to, and we sing these praises. In Jesus' name, amen. The last two songs are sung with words that Express just a beautiful adoration towards Jesus Christ. As we, this is a, a requirement to doing so in a way that is truly beautiful to the Lord. And that as everyone who comes to the Lord needs to humble themselves and look to Him as King and as Lord, to recognize the greatness of His mercy and his love and as we do this with sincerity it actually has a, an impact it has an effect on how we conduct ourselves and how we interact with others around us in philippians chapter 2 verses 3 through 8 it says do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit but in humility count others more significant than yourselves on a cross. You see, if we look to Jesus as our chief and perfect example of how it is that we express our love to the Father, this is it. You see, he was obedient to the Father for it was his desire to do the perfect will of the Father. We should consider those things as we come and we worship and we praise. It requires a humility to God, a submission, a willing subjection to his authority. And it's with that that we demonstrate that we love him. Jesus said, by this all people will know that you are my disciples, by the love that you have for one another, that we belong to him. But he also said, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. So this has to be done, and it's expressed because it's a proper response to the love that he first demonstrated to us. As we sing, we will declare the holiness of Jesus Christ. In Revelation chapter 4 and Ray had already gone through it, but we'll, we'll go through it again. And also Revelation chapter 5, verses 8 through 14. Think about these things. This is what is happening. Revelation 4, chapter 4, verse 8 says, And the four living creatures, each of them with six wings, are full of eyes all around and within. And day and night they never cease to say, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. And were created. In verse 8 of chapter 5. And when he had taken the scroll, the four living creatures and the 24 elders fell down before the lamb. Each holding a harp and golden bowls full of incense, which are the prayers of the saints. And they sang sang a new song, saying, Worthy are you to take the scroll and to open its seals. For you were slain, and by your blood you ransomed people for God from every tribe and language and people and nation. And you have made them a king and priests to our God, and they shall reign on the earth. Then I looked, and I heard around the throne and the living creatures and the elders the voice of many angels, numbering myriads of myriads and thousands of thousands, saying with a loud voice, Amen. And the elders fell down and worshiped. <laughs> worthy is a lamb who is slain for you and I. He is worthy to be worshiped by all creatures in heaven, on the earth, under the earth, in the sea. Let us worship and pray truly day and night. It's easy to worship God when all things are going good. It's easy. We sing his praises. But we are tested. We are tried. That we may know that our faith is true. And it's in those valleys that we are to continue to hold to him. Cling to him, trust in him, and especially in the valleys. Praise his name. Worship him. Psalm 141, 2 says, Let my prayer be counted as incense before you, and the lifting of my hands as the evening sacrifice. And finally in Psalm nineteen fourteen, says, Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my Redeemer. Father, once again, we offer our praise, our worship. We ask, Lord, that it would be received by you, that you would be blessed. Thank you, Lord. You are good. In Jesus' name, amen.